0: Hey folks, quick announcement before this week's episode. Our good friend Taylor's sibling, Fennel, is raising funds on GoFundMe for their gender-affirming surgery. We would really appreciate it if you would consider supporting Fennel and check out their GoFundMe page. Link will be in the episode description. Thank you. The Dane and Derek Show is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. and welcome back to the Dane and Derek Show, a podcast where two nerdy friends keep in touch and shoot the shit. My name is Derek, a writer, director, and wannabe mecha pilot, and today I'm with my good friend as always, Dane. Uh, hi, I'm Dane,
1: a writer, musician, podcaster, and lover of tabletop RPGs.
0: So this episode is a sort of response to an episode that we did a few weeks ago. Uh, it's called Talkin' mm-hmm. Pitch. Where we were talking about like mecha things based on like a like a like a movie, I was I was I was writing. But more specifically, Dane came up with this sort of pitch to like do like uh like 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 a mecha show, but with about the mechanics that have to go out and like clean up the stuff or fix the the mechas in between all these like epic moments. And I correct me if I'm wrong, Dane, but I believe that that came out of sort of um i'd mentioned wanting to do like an audio kind of thing Mm -hmm. and that's where that idea came out of right yeah you were you wanted you wanted to you were talking about an idea you had to do sort of like a
1: on-air script reading style thing about um uh, a particular film which very very like power rangers um pacific rim style in inspiration on on your end um and you were talking about like well how much should how much audio like sound effects and like that sort of thing should i put in or how much of it is a script reading and i was like i was kind of off the dome talking about like okay well if you're going to make it like much more like an audio drama then i think you would want to come up with certain conceits or any 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 number of 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 things and i just genuinely offhandedly pitched um the idea of it being of like the story being about the mech mechanic repairman doing like audio logs in between the battles being like and i fixed x y and z this is what happened blah 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 which would then culminate in at some point the the mech the mech uh mechanic having to go and repair the mech on the job while the fight was happening because it just had to be done um
0: yeah yeah it was a very cool idea and i was thinking about it a lot i think we were both like holy shit that was incredible and today on the show we're going to be coming up with what this hypothetical show would look like and what medium it would be on and what kind of characters, what kind of a world we'd be in. All Mm -hmm. the kind of fun stuff that we love talking about the process of doing, but we haven't necessarily done that much on the show itself. So... Just in life. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Dane. um, Mecha mechanics. uh, What are some things that come to your head right off the dome about like... uh, like world or medium? Like, Like, what do you think we should tackle first? Yeah. So...
1: If if I were to talk about Mecha, I would kind of talk about it in there's a few quote unquote buckets of Mecha style storytelling. You kind of have like what I would describe as your like your Pacific Rim, your Power Rangers, um, even to some extent your Transformers style more mecha, which is not super serious, not really. Um and often fighting monsters. Not other mecca. And then I would say you kind of have your I guess Evangelion kind of fits in there, but I often put it more in with like Gundam, which also these can be kind of lighthearted or serious. Like these all kind of like can fit in these different areas. But uh the question often to me is is this is mech is this mecha story about big things punching each other or is it a a conversation about war you know what i mean Mm. like there's there's significantly more serious styles of mecha. i would also you and i have both both listened to a show called counterweight at this point or a season of a show called friends at the table called counterweight yep and i would recommend everybody go listen to that it's in my opinion maybe the best little piece of actual play um dnd style show that maybe has ever been out there i think it's really really good um anyways coming back to it uh counterweight is pretty heavy and pretty serious right and it's my big inspiration for mecca so i think that's the direction i would lean as much more introspective um, especially if it's from the pers- from the perspective of somebody constantly witnessing the aftermath. Yeah. Someone constantly fixing the damage done. Um, right. So I, I, I would think a little bit more on the serious side. I also, I never think that serious should come at the expense of anything lighthearted. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, like. Yeah. The world is not so relentlessly bleak that there isn't room for like someone to crack a joke or be kind or silly or anything um but as as um our good mutual friend will bangs often likes to say, uh sad robots is what Dane does um hmm. so I think it would lean that way, and then I would say audio format in this case, okay. Um, for a couple reasons, since we're, we're kind of doing this as like, almost like a, like a treatment thing, right? Like where we would like, what we would actually do if like, if we're sitting down to talk about making this show, um, we could talk, go into more depth about inspirations, but I would say functionally we could pull off an audio show. Okay. Right. We both have relatively good audio editing skills. Um, the requirements to make a semi-believable soundscape for a mecha thing is way lower than in any visual medium.
0: Yeah, significantly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay.
1: So I would say audio, because also the form the the structure of said show would lend itself to the idea of like if it's audio logs of the mechanic discussing the aftermath and the fixes being made then yeah. i would say it it works for that um cuz it kind of uh-huh. could have a slight found footage style to it yeah um here's a question uh-huh um what would you what would you think this should be like uh i would assume a limited a limited like podcast series basically of like 10 to 12 episodes
0: yeah or like
1: one two three seasons at most i could see this having yeah the,
0: i yes i i think seasons would be the optimal move i don't mm-hmm. the idea of it being perpetual sounds cool but it sounds insane yeah to manage yeah. uh and uh haven't been working on like perpetual podcasts or continual podcasts for a little bit now. It's a it's a, it it can be a lot to juggle when uh, when you remember oh shit there's an episode to upload, um,
1: especially if there's scripts involved.
0: Yeah, when a- so, anything scripted can be difficult because like unlike a thing like what we do, or we just talk. It's like we do one take and that's it. Yeah. Um. We don't we don't re-record anything. Whereas with Mm-mm. this, we probably have to re-record things as we go. Like yeah we probably have to be constantly tweaking performances. And so, yeah, I agree with you. I I think audio format makes sense because we were, you know, in that original episode, we were discussing it as an audio format. And I think Mm -hmm. your idea of it being like logs sounds really interesting because like a show that I really love, Wolf 359, that, you know, takes place on the space station, the communications officer on the space station records these audio logs. that just also happens to record some of the other characters at the same time. And I think that that's like a really interesting format. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like diary entries. Like, uh, I think we had talked about a pirate show I wanted to do at one point about pirate entry. About, yeah. about, about Like a pirate's diary entries. Something like that. So, like, that that makes sense to me. And then, of course, because of that sort of, like, limit, we now have, have sort of the microphone in which everything gets picked up, right? Like... Yes. You know, and all the sound, com- yeah, comes into this person's audio recorder. And that's interesting to me.
1: Right. And so it would ostensibly for the most part take place in this one garage of like this mech bay one single space like it would take place in the one space and if any other characters show up they would have to enter said space right exactly yeah the upside though is that it could be a universal interface that this character could be using that the mechanic could be using such that at a point because we talked about what the essentially the culmination would be is such Mm -hmm. that the mech, the me- mechanic has to go out into the battle because this one pilot needs to be in there with their mech and it needs to be being repaired at the same time. So over the same interface, said pilot could be discussing, like they could be having conversation yeah. through, cause, uh, you know, right now we're, you and I are conv- conversing through computers on which we can do recordings and also do, um, what's the word? Uh, audio communications and we happen to be doing both simultaneously right now Mm -hmm. so i think a
0: i assume future yes oh yeah i i I think the show takes place in the future and i think um a part of me so to your sad robots thing you know (laughs) that that is your brand i think i very much lean the other direction (laughs) in terms of I le- I like to lean more into lighter things, and I like to lean more into comedy, which kind of excites me because the idea of if we were both to do it, right? Mm-hmm. I like the idea of having two different juxtap- juxtaposed narratives, right? Like, right, like you have your main character who's sort of like, like, sort of the like, like this is insane, like what's happening, right? Kind of character, and then you can kind of have other characters that represent sort of the darker side of what it means to have like intergalactic war with big robots and right. the sort of connections that people have in these sort of immortal iron shells mixed in with, um, the sort of like lighthearted Voltron esque power Rangers esque, like punch it. We got a sword. Oh my God. Kind of like mecha outlook. Right.
1: Right. Because on the, on the one hand, the mechanic, they see the aftermath. They don't ever have to shoot anybody. Right. Yeah. And at the same time, they also don't get the exhilaration of flying around in a mech, right? So there's. Yeah. So their perspective is arguably a bit more mundane and a bit grounded, but probably a little bit lighter, right? Yeah.
0: Because they're exactly. not going to be in the
1: battle. So they're not like. Right. They didn't come back from losing a friend. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're not adrenaline junkie necessarily. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So, yeah. Like,
0: I love the idea of their being like. Okay, like speaking of like a cast of characters, right, like I love the right, idea of I was being, about to get to that, yeah, yeah,, yeah, yeah, I love the idea of there being like two pilots, one who's like an adrenaline drunk junkie, loves being in the mech, loves fighting, and another mm-hmm. who's like this is like you know like 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 their eighth like wing person, right, and they're just yeah. done with this other person. And this mechanic gets to see this happen in, like, the cafeteria or when they come to the shop to get their universal interfaces recalibrated or whatever. Exactly. And then, so,
1: oh, question. Yeah. Question. Mm-hmm. Um, And this would just be kind of like a world question because I think it'd be pretty crucial. Um, Are the mechs alive? Because sometimes in anime and, like, the mecha anime and the mecha stories, the mechs are oh, very, yeah. very much – like, they can be people people. And sometimes they're just machines. What are you thinking?
0: That so, would change
1: it. Oh, that—that's
0: really difficult because I do love the i—I hmm. I love the idea of having some sort of AI character, but whether or not that's a mecha or just like a personal assistant on the computer pad thing, that is the universal interface. I don't know which one's the better route. I think, I think for me, since I haven't seen Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I know the mechs are alive in that. That's a um, little different, but yeah, they are. Yeah, I've I've seen. To be honest, I haven't seen that much mecha stuff. I need to catch up on some Gundam, and I need to watch Neon Genesis Evangelion.
1: I would say like, do. I would do Evangelion. Gundam's so much. There's so much. You'd have to. Don't do it all. Don't do it all.
0: I got a a friend of mine sent me a bunch of the movies, and yeah, he was like, you should watch these it. movies. Here's the list go go forth yeah (laughs) and uh can i have that list uh yeah because gundam's
1: um, always intimidated me sounds good yeah any anyways um yeah we could come back to that a little bit later so it's i i like the idea of like uh a mechanic being assigned to either one pilot or only a couple because like, like if you did one like we could still do like the like the, the wingman thing where that wingman like could come in and kind of annoy everyone in a sense almost um yeah yeah or if like or if the or if on the other hand we're getting maybe the better thing would either to be like you get one like every mech is like an important enough military unit to be like it gets a pilot it gets a and it gets a mechanic all to itself, or it's one mechanic for like a small platoon, small fleet of, of mechs.
0: What I think is interesting about doing like audio things and web shows and sort of like the DIY ness of art these days is mm-hmm. you can kind of write around your production restrictions. Yeah. And I like the idea of doing it as it's one pilot, but then mm-hmm. maybe at some point narratively, the mechanic has to take on another pilot. And then we bring in another character. Yeah. Yeah. I like I I think I'm
1: leaning more towards that. I I like I like that too. Um, and here's it kind of almost could answer another question, which is you may need a specialized mechanic because the AI is unique to each mech. Mm. And so they need to get to know each mech personally.
0: Okay, so so okay, so so then we'd have our pilot, the mech itself, the mechanic. And then
1: probably the wingman or, and a boss as like, so if we got like main character is mechanic, yeah. secondary characters would be pilot and the mech mm-hmm. tertiary character would be the wingman, the boss, etc cetera.
0: Right. The mechanics assistant who really wants to be a mech pilot, but is just a, an assistant mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my um, favorite tropes. Got to get that in there somewhere. Um, got to
1: get that in there somewhere.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, that sounds like a pretty solid cast of characters and not everyone mm-hmm. would be in every on episode. Mic. Yeah, in every episode. Exactly. Um, right.
1: Because like even the even the the mech AI wouldn't necessarily be in every episode because very easily it's just like, yep, yeah, the uh, the 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 communications on the AI got knocked out. That's one thing I'm working on or like yeah. they're just they're dormant right now because the mech is that fucked up i'm just gonna gotta work on that you know like and so then it's yeah you can you can cycle in any number of them right
0: yeah yeah okay so it sounds like we're leaning more towards mechs that are living yeah in some capacity and yeah i I like this kind of nice cast of characters because like you've got sort of like the 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 forces of like like you've got your boss character which is like you know a force of politics and a force mm-hmm. of like, this person always brings down the mood. Whenever they show up, they're talking about something heavy, some sort of, some sort of war, some sort of mission, right? Right. You've got your pilot who could, you know, be the jaded mech pilot that hates having to go out and just wants to retire. You know, you know, right. your classic like mecca protagonist, right? <laughs> that isn't yes. like a young kid. Yeah. Then you've got your mechanic who's, I feel like, they're like a pretty clean slate of a character. They don't have to be too gritty or too lighthearted, right? They can kind of split that difference. Because right. you've got the wingman and um the AI to kind of fill the other kind of heavy end humor, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um because the AI of course like uh, they could even
1: be they could be like sort of like a dead pants like like a uh, for lack of a better term, a, like a data style like humor in the sense of like they're just not human and it's kind of weird and they just yeah don't get certain
0: stuff yeah or like an r2d2 where like you yeah. have no idea what the ai is saying but the mechanics translating it and it's insane right yeah yeah <laughs> um that's fun and then like and then like you know you can bring in other side characters like a different mecha pilot or like uh mm-hmm. you know like a prisoner of war or like the assistant mechanic who really wants to be a, you know, who really wants to get off this hunk of junk planet and yeah. be a real mecha pilot, but doesn't know at all the cost of it or like the boss's boss or like, yeah. Um, there's there a lot of be, room there. There's a lot
1: of room. Um, okay. I, are we, we're giving, are we giving a treatment for the, in for, for like the first season?
0: Um, I've, I, mean, you know, I, I say let's focus on a pilot mm-hmm. like like the first episode okay and then and then sort of how that'll lead into the overarching plot of the first season we don't have to go too broad into the or too deep into the overarching plot just sort of a broad broad strokes right right um i
1: think a good first episode would be it have to be i think it would be need to be kind of limited we wouldn't okay. want to be overwhelming right right i would say it it would need to be almost a routine day, like like that's the sort of thing, right? Like since the the concept is every time uh, the, there's like a start, like I'm I'm hearing like it would there be like a startup sound of like the the audio interface that the mm-hmm. the the mechanics using, they'd say like a date log and all these things, and then the first episode needs to be relatively quote unquote normal so that every other episode can deviate from it, right? You um, have to establish a regular day in the life. Yes. You need to know what this person's day looks like normally. Therefore, the days that are unusual leading up to some to a, a climax for a season is is what's is what you get, right? Yeah. So and I think that would end up meaning three characters. Um I think that would mean the mechanic, the pilot, and the AI of the mech. Since that seems like it, it, that feels like the most core group, right? Because they're supposed to be a trio unit. Like these three things make up this powerful military unit that is a mecha unit, right? Without any one of these three, it falls apart. So we need to know. So, and we would just, it'd probably just be routine. Like we'd need to come up with like an order of operation, right? Like, does this mechanic. Go over what's broken first, or do they go over the events of the battle? Like we we would basically figure out what their like routine is, um, and then as we go, we could have the AI interject, and then at some point the pilot comes in for basically a, a rundown of like what's happened.
0: Yeah, I almost like the idea of it starting. I love the idea of the boot up sound of the interface booting up, mm-hmm. and I almost like the idea like because. A part of me is like, my, my sort of film brain goes to, we should start with something really exciting. Yeah. So, whether or not, so whether or not it's, we start with like a blast, like with blaster fire going off and then transitioning into the repair function. Or if we just start with the boot up of the repair function and hearing all like the sort of like, you know, like process initializing, da, 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 yeah. da, 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 da. That sounds interesting to me because then you can have immediately, right? Like mechanic could be like assessing what's going on. And you know, saying things like, huh, okay, shell holes here, scorch marks there, it appears, yeah. you know, your charging system's offline. And then, you know, they could be like, like, what the heck? Like, what did you do? <laughs> and that's when the pilot could be like, hey, like, it's the usual business, usual, you know, classic, like, you know, like c- come up with a name for like a sort of like, like, like mission name, you know, like a classic, like death run mission. Yeah. And, you know, the usual got dropped down didn't quite you know sensors went offline because of the you know interference with the with the radiation on the planet and mm-hmm. all this stuff and it was a nightmare you know like so and so is in the infirmary you know and that's how you can kind of introduce both of those characters and after the pilot leaves is when you we can kind of introduce the ai because the mechanic can then be like all right well what do you think so and so and that's when you know the mechanic the the mech can kind of interject and give a more logical kind of counterpoints to it right yeah um yeah
1: or and i yeah. think the basic problem of the episode would be this the pilot and the mechs and the ai's uh accounts of the event don't quite line up and the mechanic needs the truth yeah that needs the truth needs, to actually yeah, be able to the fix report. the problem exactly for the report and to actually fix it it's like yeah okay you said this you said this if i do this wrong it's all fucked so we got to come to the truth here like that's a
0: get- g- that's a great piece of tension because then you've got all through the characters arguing yeah until finally like something you know is sort of like cuz i think this this is where you can show some of the personality right like the the mech maybe both the mecha and the pilot were hiding something from the events right and it yeah. kind of shows that they both have a personality like it's not just a computer it is a living thinking feeling machine yeah as well as this pilot who's seen too much and they both don't want to talk about certain things and once right. and the mechanic is able to kind of get it out of them and that's when they're like okay yeah now i can fix your turbo jets or something yeah and it could be something
1: sweet and like put everybody in a positive light right like it could be something to the effect of the pilot in the mech protected like a civilian on the opposing lines basically like a, a, mm-hmm. a, an enemy's yeah. farmstead and like that's not okay but it was the right thing to do and so they both lied about it but they didn't get their story straight first
0: yeah yeah because then it shows the relationship between the pilot and the mech as well right yeah and because, then, yeah yeah because because that's fun right because because then you the mechanic can be like hey like it appears like i i don't really know what was used in this one damage like it could have been like some kind of thing and i was like, well you know like once they come clean about they're like oh that makes sense like we you know we like we got hit by friendly fire that's okay now i know to operate for look for those things in the right 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 right
1: i that's that sounds like a solid first episode and then from there it could build out basically that like you know the season could go such that like maybe they're on the wrong side of the war
0: i was just gonna say that I was just going to yeah. say like season 1 they realize they're not on the ro- they're on the wrong side of the war. And season 2 is about them being on the right side of the war and season 3 of course it all comes to a head.
1: Certainly. That would be that would be the arc. That would be, yeah. yeah that and would you be could
0: arc. and you could
1: definitely you could definitely there's a de- there's way and I feel like each season could end with a various version of the mechanic gets out into the field where they super don't want to be, you know. Yeah. Like and it could culminate in the very end with like with the the mechanic actually getting behind the wheel at the yeah that would be the end of the third season right is that they actually have to be not not they they aren't just repairing it i i if i if i were doing it like just right off the top of my head i would say finale of season one would be the three of them are in a battle together with the mechanic mm-hmm. fixing as the fight is happening the right. second season would culminate with i think the mecca getting reclaimed by the other the old army yeah um like getting like they got it back because it's like that's our piece of tech and the two humans going and rescuing and then the third would be um a similar thing wherein like but this time they're going to rescue the pilot um the mech and the mm. mechanic together so the mechanic has to get behind the wheel
0: that's fun there's some fun things there mm-hmm there's there's some really fun kind of rivalries that can brew. There's some really fun banter that I'm imagining. Cause like of course, like the hotshot wingman pilot that's so like pro like whatever side they're on. That's a like, villain that's, in
1: season two, of course.
0: Oh yeah. Two and it's gonna be such and a probably good three. Villain. Yeah. Such a yeah, good yeah. villain too. Like it's one of those villains, like love to hate them, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I'm excited for something like that. Oh man, Dane, we we just cracked a show. Yep. <laughs> so that's the uh
1: that's the idea. I just have like a couple of like light questions. Um Uh-huh. I uh, I guess this would get into more more details, but I think the next thing that I would want to do is I'd want to be like okay, we should probably hit up some like uh more details about our characters, um genders, um sexualities, try and make sure like we're hitting some representation things. I'd want to be like I'd want to like storyboard out number of episodes and and all those things. Mm-hmm. Um Like honestly, if if we were to go If we were to take the next step with this, I would say like, uh, I would want like a light treatment for each season and each episode before getting started. Um, yeah, that's what, that's what I would do. That's the next step. But do you
0: consider it cracked? Have we, we have enough of a show to start writing it. We have an ending. We know exactly where we're going. We have our core cast of characters. We have our core themes and our core topics. And we've kind of found a way to strike the balance between sort of the more sad robots that you like and the more (laughs) like punchy robots that I like. And we're meeting in the middle in a medium that you've been working in for the last like five, six years in a medium that I'm just kind of applying a lot of my technical film skills to. And so there's a lot of meeting in the middle on this. And I, I, I would say we've cracked the story Whether or not we've cracked the characters and the individual episodes and the season arcs, that's another topic for another episode or for a private meeting. But that's a topic we could talk about later. Um, And Uh, the the listeners to this show will be the first to know... Of course, <laughs> yeah, of course, because we just spill all the beans on this show. We really, really do. <laughs> um,
1: did I tell you that Will found out a thing about the the Diceology podcast from the show from from D- the Dane and Derek oh, show before really? I told him? Um, yes, he got,
0: a, he, he got a spoiler.
1: Yeah, not a spoiler, but I, but like just like a production thing, because I when we had recorded ours, I wasn't sure when that episode was coming out but i assumed oh. it was going to be after i was going to talk to him about it but it came out like a week earlier than i expected and so derek uh will was like i, I yeah i got the deets there and i was like damn i didn't i'm sorry <laughs> like was like i meant to talk to you about it before i just i thought i got my order confused so yeah oh, damn we well, spill the beans here we spill
0: the beans <laughs> oh and i guess sh- shout out to you will for listening thanks for listening really appreciate it man um we should get you on the show sometime <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think you have something in mind for something like that. Anyways, uh, yeah. I got a couple of things in mind. We got to uh, keep yeah. some
1: of the beans in the can. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. We, we, we got to
0: keep the beans in the can uh, <laughs> so we can boil up some nice chili later. Uh, and with that, that's it for this week on the show. You can see what movies I'm watching on Letterboxd at Derek Aiello. And Dane, where can we find you and your work? Uh, You can find my work on DaneWrites.com where you'll find links
1: to my writing and my stub stack. You'll find links to Diceology, which is my podcast, uh, my music that I've written, um, and my Twitter. So yeah, you'll be able to read some of the
0: things I write and I'll be updating things as I go. Yeah, and uh, you can tweet at or follow the show on Instagram at DaneNDerek. Uh... If you like this episode, let us know. We'd love to know if you like mechas and you like our take on the mecha genre. Um, But yeah, we'll catch you all around. Thanks, folks. Catch you later.